I start the podcast like that? Nobody likes that. Nobody's like, oh, God, I really hope he starts the podcast like, fucking Jesus. A long, long time ago, this would have been 1997, the spring of the summer, the summer of 1997. I'd get up there, Sadie. Get up there. Jump. You can do it. Don't stare at me, you big weirdo. Get up there. <laughs> she's doing the whole backing up and stuttering. <laughs> she's just staring. What? What do you want, Sadie Dog? Get on the couch. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. <laughs> you can do it, old lady. I've seen you. Anyway, uh, summer 1997, I had just graduated from grad school because I'm fucking smart. <laughs> no, no, I am not. And that is how you know grad school is bullshit. That uh, A, I got accepted, and B, I graduated. Hey, where are you going now? Hey, no, I don't want you going upstairs. You go lie down somewhere else. You go in the cage or something, I don't know. I'm sorry, but I gotta help this dog out. She's old and feeble and uh, dumb. <laughs> Here, go in there. Go in the cage. Yeah, get in there. Yeah, there's a bed in there. Go lie in there. All right. Jesus, you gotta fucking appease your dog, but this old lady dog, she is just senile. It's like people, when they get old, there's just like constant wandering, constant walking. That's what I'm dealing with now. But anyway, like I said, I just graduated grad school. Um, I, didn't, I did not have a job at the time. I had interviewed with the place where I did my internship. And I did get hired. I did get hired there. Um... So me, I, I don't know if I had had the interview or if I was um, waiting on the interview. I don't know. Either way, uh, I graduated, didn't have a job. And I was like, hey, this would be a good time to take a trip to Japan. <laughs> and I did. I took a trip to Japan. And I know you're all like, oh my God, Stu, why the fuck would you take a trip to Japan? <laughs> well, um, my buddy Tom was living there. Tom was the guy that I, I uh, went to college with. I was best man at his wedding. I've talked about him on the podcast before. And uh, he was living there because what he was doing, he was teaching English uh, to, to kids there and uh, you know English as the second language and I was like oh fuck alright and you know he had said hey come on out whatever you want I'm like well if I'm ever going to fucking do it now is the time to do it so uh, you know I, d I bought my tickets and I was like alright let's do this shit now 
I don't know if any of you have ever been to Japan or Asia in general. Uh, it is it is a it is very very different, and I am unable to read their language. <laughs> they do not use the same alphabet. What is their what is their uh, alphabet called? Uh, is it kanji? I probably said that wrong. That's probably totally wrong. All the characters. I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I'm, I'm looking at a sign and I'm like, fuck me, no clue. But Tom and his his time there had picked up Japanese very well. I, I don't know if he still speaks uh, Japanese or not, but he he did very well back then. So it was fantastic going out there and, and seeing him. I think I was there like a, a week and uh, I, I stayed at his place, he and his wife, and I, I think at the time they had a baby. He's got three kids, and I think they had the one at the time. And um, they showed me around. Uh, Tom and I, we actually took a, a trip. We took a, tr a train trip, because that's the way to go, everybody. Uh, Asia and Europe, they got their shit together with this train shit, with this public transportation shit. I wish America, uh, I wish we still ran on Amtrak. <laughs> I wish they was still kind of like, oh, this, this is an agreeable thing. Now, I also will say Japan and Europe and everything else are all uh, you know, much smaller countries and continents than in America. North America. So it's easier to get from like wherever A to B in a couple hours as opposed to like if I want to get from New York to LA and by train it'll be like 42 days or some shit. But I just, I mean, some of the things that I remember were uh, the crazy vending machines of like just their beer vending machines on the corner. You could, there was a vending machine that would have like uh, uh, women's underwear it just it didn't make any sense to me like Asian people have like weird fetishes and they have these weird fetishes but at the same time their pornography is censored it's very weird you cannot the, the genitalia is pixelated <laughs> I'm like what is going on here I don't understand any of this shit and uh, Asian people or Japanese people were very interested in talking with Tom and I. They loved it because they love practicing English on, on people. And they would come over and they just want to talk and they would want to say things, interact. And I can 100% guarantee you, everybody, I am on someone's mantelpiece in Japan. They took a tons of pic, people were wanting to take pictures with me. It was very weird. I, I have a picture buried somewhere of me and like all these elementary school kids. And elementary school kids would all wear like yellow hats, like rain rain slicker hats, all yellow. I, I didn't I didn't understand it. But it was like part of their uniform. So it's me and all these little kids with hats. And I'm just a fucking monster. I'm goddamn Godzilla over there. Because, you know, I'm 6'5". And probably a tall Asian person's probably like 5'10". So 
when I'm on a, when I was on the subway or even like when I'm walking through doorways in Japan, it was, uh, I would always have to duck. <laughs> I did not fit. You have to take your shoes off before you go into buildings and you'd put on slippers and they never had any fucking slippers that would fit my giant fucking feet. They would give you bathrobes that you know, they might as well have been like short sleeve shirts on me, these bathrobes. I remember Tom and I, we went to like a public bath and that, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, they would have like pulsating, uh, electricity going through the water. I mean, clearly not a whole lot to shock you, but I don't know. It was supposed to get your blood flow going or some shit like that. It was very weird. The toilets were weird. The one thing I did like about their toilet that I thought was really smart, and I'm assuming they, they got to think about everything space-wise. While it's a very populated island, Japan, they, clearly they don't have a ton of space. So what one of the things they did they they take their toilet and the uh the toilet tank is also the uh the the faucet the sink so you would wash your hands in the in the water that eventually would go in the toilet tank so I got you know it's kind of like recycling water I guess you know reduce reuse recycle that kind of shit so uh it was very cool I also uh I got introduced to one of his um, uh, friends there who was Japanese. Her name was Sachiko. And uh, it was Sachiko and I started a relationship. It was very, very, uh, it was good and weird and awkward and whatever. Because, uh, you know, again, this is all pre, uh, pre-internet, pre-email, pre-Facebook pre-smartphones. So when I returned back to uh, the U.S., just trying to stay in contact with her was, you know, writing letters. What What am I, fucking in the Civil War? <laughs> I'm writing her letters and calling her. And she actually, she did come over twice? The second time wasn't, necessarily to see me but it was uh it worked out very well uh and i got to see her but that you know you're young and you're dumb and then it just became this thing of we, we've i suppose we should let it go and i cultural shit too like there were times where i was just she was getting so mad at me. And I'm like, I, I legitimately, everybody, I had no idea what I was doing to get her mad. It was, uh, I woke her up. She was sleeping on the couch in the apartment that I was staying at in Buffalo. And I woke her up on the couch. She was taking a nap because we had to go somewhere. And I woke her up and she just got all sorts of angry and mad and because I woke her up and uh, it was all, all very like what is happening here I'm not trying to get you mad I'm trying to get we got to get shit going we got to go do stuff I remember one of the restaurants we went to was very cool it was it was I wouldn't call it a buffet but what they did is you sat at your table your booth or whatever and they had a conveyor belt go by you right 
and it would just have food was constantly going by you on the conveyor belt. Not everything was like wrapped in saran wrap or whatever. And so if you wanted this, you just grabbed it. And how they did it, how they charged you was by the plate. And each plate was colored differently. So a, a blue plate would be worth this, and a pink plate would be worth this, and a green plate was worth that. So it didn't necessarily matter what you ate. It was like how many plates and what color the plates were. It was very cool. I've never been in a restaurant like that since or even heard of one like that since. It was very cool. I would uh, I would recommend to everybody to go. I mean, it, it is uh, clear, clearly culture shock. But it's just, it's just, again, it's one of those things if it gets you to realize, like, oh, not everybody's fucking like me. Not everybody has lived a life like I do. I I, I ranted about this yesterday on, on the podcast uh, um, about something dumb that happened on Twitter. and I was just trying to, like, I wanted people to kind of look at things from a different perspective, and people weren't. A lot of people weren't having it. <laughs> and they were, because uh, I talked about a kid, a 25-year-old, and I called him a kid, and he said something stupid, and people were like, ah, he's 25, he's not a kid. And they were all like, oh, when I was 25, I was in the army, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, going, not, not everyone has the same fucking life experience. It's great. You were in the army. What do you want, a cookie? I was 25, and I was married and had a house. Great. Sorry that you had a mortgage at the age of 25. That must have been shit. Fuck. <laughs> Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Everybody's got a fucking dirty smell. <laughs> but uh, but that's it. But that, That's it. Long, long time ago. Go to Japan. That, that's my uh, tourism travel tip. Go to Japan. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Just go. Don't don't even get a hotel or nothing. Go. Just buy a plane ticket. Uh, but hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. It is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. Uh, wean dog's on top of the couch. Sadie dog is still in the cage. She's lying down being a good baby. I uh, don't know where the cats are. I got the door to the uh, porch closed, so I can't see anything. They're not there. Oh, take it back. I see Cow. He's on the cat tower that I brought inside, so he is there. Don't know where Larry is. Uh, but there you go. You guys are caught up. Uh, I'm Stu McAllister, your host and MC for this evening. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I used to be a comedian, used to do social work. And now I just make mistakes. So uh, you guys are caught up in what this podcast is. If you've never listened, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking through the 15 and a half minutes going, what is this bullshit? But how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? Fuck yeah, it was a good day. Hopefully it was for you. Ah. Uh... Because today... Today is a Thursday, October 13th, 2020. Dose, we almost got Friday the 13th. Any of you guys give a shit about that? Any, I, I know when I was a kid, it, it was more of a thing like, oh, God, it's Friday the 13th. And I was always like, yeah, who gives a shit? 
even you know, even when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I don't give a shit. But it was one of those things when you're like, you're a kid, you're like, oh, sh- should I give a shit? Should I? <laughs> and the answer is no, you shouldn't give a shit. On most things, you just shouldn't give a shit about. It's dumb. And someone's trying to get you to belong to or believe in dumb things. So, whatever. Whatever. I had to work today. I had to drive to a school in uh, Flint. Uh, deliver some ice cream to a school in uh, in Flint. Hamity High? What a weird name, Hamity. Uh, isn't it the guy on Fox News, Sean Hamity? <laughs> hey, tonight on the Hamity Show. So I go in, and like most schools, I'm telling you this, and I've said this a lot, you can go into any school and do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Although this school was funny. It is the only school that I've gone into where uh, when you enter, you have to go through a metal detector. <laughs> there is no way around that fucking thing. Now, I don't know if they turn it on and off indiscriminately because I walk through it with my goddamn uh, dolly, my metal dolly, which that definitely should have set off that metal detector. <laughs> if it didn't, that metal detector is defective. Uh, and I just, I can just do whatever the fuck I want in most of these schools. It's crazy. I'm telling you, everybody. Schools, schools are not secure. They are not. So, uh, I asked my boss, like, hey, man, what do you want me to do? Go to the water park. There's water park relatively close. I go to the water park. They didn't need any. So I just head back. I head back, everybody. I head back. I get to the warehouse. And I'm like, all right, boss, what do you want me to do? And he's like, all right, do warehouse work. And as I've said on this podcast numerous times, we like to refer to warehouse work as bitch work. <laughs> do this work, you bitch. <laughs> and so I did. Why? I need the money. I will gladly accept doing bitch work when I need the money. So I'm doing stuff. It's basically, it's cleaning, everybody. People don't like cleaning. I actually, it's at work, I don't mind it. I've said this, I think, the other day on the podcast. At work, I don't mind it. At my house, I'm like, fuck this. (laughs) Fuck those dirty dishes. Fuck that clothes, those fucking dirty clothes. Fuck them. So I'm doing it. I'm sweeping. I'm consolidating product. I'm uh, cleaning freezers. I'm moving shit around. And it's just me. There's nobody else there. I'm there by myself. And in comes the sales manager. And fuck, your interactions with sales managers, do you have any? And if you do, are they similar to mine? Like my, my the sales manager, he wants you to think he's interested in your life. He wants you to think that he's paying attention and he just, he isn't because everything comes back to him. He couldn't care less. You can say, ah, yeah, my mom died last night. And then somehow he turned the story into something about him. But I'm listening. I got my Bluetooth speaker with me because the radio in my van's died. It's dead. So uh, I got I got to bring my Bluetooth. I spend way too much time in that, in that fucking van to not have something happening, right? You don't want to have too much time left to your thoughts. Sometimes that's the creepiest thing that can happen is you fucking getting stuck with your thoughts. 
So uh, I'm just listening to Sports Talk Radio because that's how I do. And uh, he goes, oh, how are the Bills doing this year? Now, I'm going to tell you this, everybody. If you pay the slightest bit of attention to football, you'll know how the Bills are doing, right? You know they're fucking kicking ass. They're, they're, they're the Super Bowl favorites right now, which I, I, as a Bills fan, I don't like. I like the underdogs. I like uh, not those crazy expectations. Uh, it's better to be the underdog. But he asked me that, and I just am like, why are you asking me this? I'm like, oh, yeah, nope. They're 4-1. They play the Chiefs on Sunday. It'll be the game of the week. It'll be a really good game. Hey, are you an Avalanche fan? I'm like, what? How is that a follow-up question? Because the Avalanche is, is not, first, it's not a hockey team, and they're not from Buffalo. Now, like, you would, he, you figured if he was going to switch sports on me, he would have gone, oh, are you a Sabres fan? And I'd have been like, yeah, I'm a Sabres fan. And he's like, oh, no, are you an Avalanche fan? And I'm like, uh, not really. I mean, I'm, uh, I pay attention to hockey some. I'm aware of hockey. And I told him, I said, I know fucking Detroit fans hate the Avalanche because the shit that happened way back when with Claude Lemieux and fucking uh, Darren McCarty, all that shit from fucking, I don't know, 20 years ago, whatever, who cares? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a Colorado Avalanche uh, shirt that someone gave to me. And when I moved to Detroit, they're all like, oh, my God, you can't have that here. And so uh, we had a, we we burned it in my backyard. And I'm like, all right, what a weird fucking story. Thanks for sharing, <laughs> you fucking weirdo. So I'm just doing my shit, right? And he's hanging out. And I, you know, he's not... He's not doing anything. He's just like in the front office area, kind of like on his phone, whatever. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm like, I don't even know why he's there. But apparently a customer was coming to pick up a freezer for whatever reason. Like they, That doesn't happen very often. But they came to get a freezer. Great, whatever. So I'm sitting there doing all my shit. And as I'm doing shit and moving it around, I'm moving something big and heavy. And that's when he finally goes, hey, do you need a hand doing anything? And I just kind of wanted to roll my eyes at him. And I'm like, now, now is when you're fucking asking me? You, you've seen me working for 20 minutes or whatever by myself. And now you're at, like, it was just weird. And then he did something that uh, I've complained about on this podcast many times. When he left, he just left. <laughs> I don't understand this. Is this the new thing? You just Irish exit everything all the time? I don't care that you're leaving. Just tell me that you're leaving. Because I'm going to assume that you're still there. But everybody at my fucking work just fucking leaves. Just tell me you're leaving. Hey, Stu, I'm out of here. Bye. All right. See you later, you cocksucker. Have a good one. Right? Is it that hard? And the answer to that is apparently it is. Apparently it is hard to say that you're fucking leaving. Because I just want to know in case I go to leave and I got, do I got to lock up? Do I got to do this? Where the fuck is he? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out that everybody's gone. Our parking lot's not, not very big. You know, you see that that person's car isn't there. You're like, oh fuck, I guess they took off. 
It's crazy, right? Crazy. I Today, too, I had to talk to somebody on the phone. I don't really like talking to people on the phone. But I'm talking with them, and they're, they're talking about how they fixed something. And they used a very derogatory term. And maybe you guys know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, he said, I N-word rigged it. And why, why do people feel like they can say racist shit to me? Why do they feel comfortable in saying racist things in my presence? And I'm always perplexed about it, everybody, because I'm... I'm I'm always like how how do I respond to that? like I I I just ignored it. He could have just said yeah fixed it yeah I I fucking janky fixed it I uh, did a second rate job on it. Nope, I n word I <laughs> I n word fixed it. Ah uh, shit just. Would it have done me any good to say anything? Would it have done him any good? I'm gonna tell you, he's he's an old old man. Well, he's not old. He's like my age, a year or two older, I think, or approximately whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why? 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 It was unnecessary. You don't know me like that. And if you did know me like that, then you would know that I wouldn't fucking want you to say shit like that. Fucking cry. Fuck you. I would rather him say fuck you than N-word rig it. So dumb. See, now I know the term jerry-rigged. And jerry is uh, slang for German. I mean, I know that it came up in what World War Two, I think, or something. I jerry rigged it for I fixed something, but not very well. So I know you're not supposed to say jerry rigged either, because it's derogatory towards German people. But fuck German people, they started two world wars. <laughs> fuck them. Ah, <laughs> oh, dick farts, everybody. Dick farts. Ah. Uh, yeah, I had something else to mention to talk with you about, but it's gone forever. I'm losing my fucking mind. Uh, it's Thursday. So that means there's Thursday night football happening. I think it actually, if I tuned in Amazon Prime, I could get the pregame show now, I think. But it's a, a horrible game. It's the Washington Commanders versus the Chicago Bears. Two very shitty teams. Now, I should probably watch it. For the Chicago Bears, because the Bills are playing the Chicago Bears in December, and I, I'm very much contemplating going to the game, even though it's a Saturday game, and it's Christmas fucking Eve. Jesus Christ. How awful is that? But I'm thinking about it. But it's an awful game, and I know a lot of people have complained about how Amazon Prime has just had some really shitty games. Really shitty games. Last week was awful. The Colts and Broncos. What was the final score? Nine to six or some awfulness. 
And I, I am under the belief that tonight's game will be fairly similar. And it makes you go, I need to cancel my Amazon Prime subscription. This game is shit. <laughs> Whatever. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch it. The Bills uh, are playing the Chiefs on Sunday. I do want to mention this. Um, if any of you live in the West Michigan area and are, are fucking interested in watching the game, apparently there is a uh, Buffalo Bills contingency going to Big E's in Holland. And I know a lot of people are going, why Holland? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't put it together. Holland is about a half hour away from me where I live. Is it that far away that it's going to prevent me from going? No! Am I a lazy fuck? Yeah, but I'm still going to fucking go. Uh, and if the Buffalo Bills win, I uh, have said I will smash a table in the parking lot. <laughs> so if you want to see me come smash a table in the parking lot, uh, there you go. And if the Bills lose, uh, I made a bet with the guy on Twitter where uh, if the Bills lose, I will chug a bottle of uh, barbecue sauce. Fucking, ugh, I, it's making me ill thinking about it right now, making me ill. If, if the Bills win, he, the guy I made the bet with, he has to chug a bottle of blue cheese dressing. <laughs> blue cheese dressing. Now, Ultimately, I don't think anyone's a winner in that bet. But that's the kind of bet I like making. I don't like betting for money. Money is too easy. But then too many people just fucking get bent out of shape about it. Even if it's like a small bet, like 10 bucks or something. I'm like, what am I? 10 bucks. All right. I won 10 bucks. Who gives a fuck? Oh, I won. And now you have to chug a bottle of blue cheese dressing? Yeah, I'm fucking down for that. Those are the bets, everybody. Those are the fucking bets. So, but yeah, if you're interested, like I said, Big E's in Holland, uh, Michigan. I've never been there before. I've been to the Big E's in, in Grand Rapids, so, but anyway. But anyway, uh, speaking of hockey, I mentioned hockey earlier. I think the season, like, kicks off tonight, or at least for a lot of teams, it kicks off tonight. And I, I it's, it's been a while since I've been to a pro game. I've been to uh, the team out in Muskegon, the uh, Lumberjacks, the Muskegon Lumberjacks. I don't even know what fucking league they are in. The UHL, I think. The uh, the U USHL, the United You Suck Hockey League, USHL. Hey, what what league are you playing? We are the USHL, the You Suck Hockey League. It's fun, though. It's fun. I like it. But one of the things that gets you thinking about are the uh, the Zamboni drivers, right? Now, everybody loves to fucking watch the Zamboni guy, and, like, a, a lot of teams will, like, you can get a ride on the Zamboni. It's usually, like, kids. Like, I don't know if they have to pay for that or how they get it, but, you know, a kid will be riding a fucking Zamboni. But it makes you go, how the fuck, how the fuck do you get that job, right? How the fuck do you uh, become a Zamboni driver, right? Like, are you just somebody who works for the hockey team? I don't know. Or do you work for the arena? Like, do you need a special license? Do you need, like, a CDL for that? Like, I don't know. 
So there was an article here that I found on Yahoo Sports about it. And the uh, it talks about the Zamboni itself. The Zambonis resurface the ice because while they're playing, you know, they got their skates on. The metal skates, they're fucking cutting up the ice, putting, uh, you know, chunks in it, divots in it, whatever. So they resurface it by scraping the ice surface, collecting the snow, and then they lay down fresh water to fill in the grooves that are left there by the skates. And then it says here, uh, any excess debris and dirty water is collected and discarded. So that's a good thing. Makes for good ice skating, right? You don't want fucking hockey players to be out there worried about things and fucking stumbling on shit. It's bad. So how do you become a uh, Zamboni driver? It says there's no formal education needed. Like, what, you gotta go to fucking school? The gig, it says here, the gig can be a part-time job, entry-level job, or a full-time position. I'm like, full-time position? I'm driving a Zamboni fucking 40 hours a week? How many fucking hockey games are happening? <laughs> As of uh, October 5th, so like a week ago, ZipRecruiter reports the average annual salary for a Zamboni driver in the U.S. is just under $30,000 a year. So it comes out to $14 uh, dollars an hour, $5.73 a week, $2,044 a month. Huh. Salaries on the higher end land at about $42,000, lower end $20,000. NHL's aim money drivers are clearly the top earners. So, yeah, well, they should be. You're, you're fucking, you're playing the best guys. Those, I mean, how many fucking, uh, how many teams are in the NHL? Like 30? There's 30 Zamboni jobs. It's probably high competition. Is it kind of like the sports where like, hey, if you want to be a Zamboni driver, you got to start in like the USHL, in the USAC Hockey League. <laughs> and you got to go down there and then like someone's scouting you're like, oh, fuck. Look at his right hand turns. He is nailing it. He's fucking running right across the boards. This dude's doing it. We need to call him up to the big leagues. Right? How does that happen? You fucking uh, send in a, a, a goddamn uh, resume? I should probably talk to Eric Zane, the guy that I uh, used to do uh, radio with occasionally. He is the... PA announcer over at the Grand Rapids Griffins, the AHL uh, team for the Detroit Red Wings. He would probably know, or he would have at least some knowledge on like how you become the Zamboni driver. I'll ask him, and then he'll be like, yeah, I don't fucking know. I just do PA, you dummy. That's literally how he talks to me. <laughs> uh, throwing more derogatory terms. That's how he does. That's how he do. That's how he do. All right, I gotta do a little uh da -da 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 update. We got a little bit of an update. Uh, I talked the other day about Troy Aikman because on Monday night he said something uh, that he regrets saying or he should have regretted saying. There was like a, a hit on the quarterback. I think it was was it Derek Carr. And um, 
they, they called it roughing the pass or when everybody like who was watching was like, what? What? Because it looked more like it was a strip, a strip sack kind of. Because uh, the defender just took the ball away from Derek Carr, landed on top of him. Uh, but he took the ball away from him. He, he is no longer the tackler. He's the tackle E. But uh, so he got he got a pat, running the passer penalty, and, and Tregman was talking about, oh my God, they need to review this rule. Will they consider running the passer? And hopefully, when they meet, they can finally uh, take off their dresses or something like that. He basically was saying, let's not play soft. Like I completely understood what he was saying. I think we all understood what he was say, saying, but. He said in a way that clearly was derogatory towards women. But in this day and age, a lot of dudes are wearing dresses. So I don't know. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going down that path. So today he, uh, he made an apology. And good for him. He made an apology. He fucking owned what he said. And he, he realized he made a mistake. He said, uh, yeah, I mean, my comments were dumb. Just shouldn't ha have made them just dumb remarks on my part. So, yeah. So, I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you didn't apologize. Ah, he was saying I shouldn't have said it. Isn't that what fucking an apology is? I mean, what? Does he got to come out and go, I would like to apologize to each and individual woman out there. For making my silly comment about taking off the dresses, I realized that women could play football too if they wanted. I don't think I would want to meet a woman who could play professional football. Because she would just be a fucking hulking monster. Because <laughs> even when you see little guys who play professional football, they're just fucking huge. They're just like, even the guys who are like 5'10", they're all fucking, it's just muscles. 100% muscle. 3% fat. It's, like, it's fucking... I just stopped myself from saying gross, but it's fucking weird. It's just fucking weird. So, But good good for Troy. Not a huge fan of Troy Aikman, but good for him. Good for him. Hmm. All right. I'm going to end on this. Dear God. I'm... It's... It's not even 7.30 and I'm falling asleep, everybody. What is wrong with me? I think it's, it's, the, it's the sun disappearing. We don't have sun anymore. It's awful. But uh, apparently in Kansas City, um, there is a, a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> and they're offering... Um, Free vasectomies. <laughs> Why, Stu? Why are they offering free vasectomies? And they're like, well, because of all the shit that went down with Roe versus Wade, right? You know, women now are not being allowed to seek easy access to uh, abortions and other women's health care. So they're like, oh, fuck. We need to do something. Let's fucking do some vasectomies. Uh, uh, uh. This guy in Missouri, his name is Denny Dalliance. He signed up for it. 
He jumped at the chance to get a free vasectomy. He goes, these are grim circumstances under which I made these decisions as he, he drove a load of cardboard boxes through Kansas. The vasectomy he's scheduled to get next month is part of an effort that involves Planned Parenthood and a physician with a mobile vasectomy clinic. 60 vasectomies will be offered over three days in and outside Planned Parenthood clinics in St. Louis, Springfield, and Joplin to uninsured patients during the first week of November amid what the clinics say is a surge in demand for the procedure. Did any of you guys have one? Did you ever get one? Did you get a vasectomy? Now I've been told that it's you know it's it's an outpatient procedure. You go in, it's a snippety snip. Uh, you get the day off from work. You just fucking put an ice pack on your nutters, <laughs> and you're good to go. Doctor es- Escar Garin plans to take his mobile clinic, a vehicle decorated decorated with large images of sperm that his friends have jokingly dubbed the Nutcracker on the road the following week to offer 40 more vasectomies in several towns across Iowa. He plans to offer discounted vasectomies that month at his regular clinic in the Des Moines area. The efforts are part of World Vasectomy Day, originally a single-day event, and now includes a year-round focus and host of activities in November. Now, I have zero plans or problems with dudes getting vasectomies. I think probably more people should get vasectomies. I've said this. We need less people in the world, right? We need a reduction in population. And when I say reduction in population, I'm not talking about killing people that are already here. I'm just talking about not having people in the future. We need to control it. There's too many of us. We're fucking like goddamn cockroaches. Cockroaches. And uh, dudes need to keep it in their pants. Women need to keep it in their pants. But do people keep it in their pants? No. That's why I see these fucking idiots that got like eight kids. They don't have eight books in their house, but they got eight fucking kids. <laughs> so I think it'd be all right. If I was given the opportunity to get a free vasectomy, probably wouldn't take it. <laughs> probably wouldn't, but I don't know. Maybe. Shit. I don't know. Let me know if you guys got one or if you would get one. I, it seems like a lot of guys will get them after they've had like they've had like two or three kids, and they're like, "Well, time to get one," and then they do it. And it seems like I mean, vasectomies are also one of the. It's a procedure that can be reversed. So uh, if you had a vasectomy. If you were 20 years old and you're like, I don't want to have kids. And then, I don't know, you get married and your wife's like, I want to have kids, honey. And you're like, ah, fuck. And then you go in and they fucking uh, rewire the tubing or whatever it's down there. Then you can uh, squirt out some kids. Squirt, squirt, squirt. (laughs) You can do it. It's much easier than any kind of birth control for women, for sure. For sure, a tubal ligation. I've said it before, though, when I was doing CPS and kids got taken away from, from people, we just needed to offer them vasectomy, tubal ligation, something. You've proven that you can't be a good parent. We will pay for your procedure, and we will give you, like, a case of beer. I'm telling you. Down the road, you're going to save money, everybody. Trust me. You will save money by doing it. And you're paying them, so you're not saying they have to. You're just going, hey... Here's an incentive. 
We need to have incentive programs. That would be a good one. So, but, uh, but hey, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I'm tired. I want to go to bed, and it's not even 7.30. Jesus. Uh, you guys can do me a solid like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page. That would be great. If you could check out my Macari store, if you like any kind of sports shit, if you can check out uh, my T Public store, buy a T-shirt from me, that would be awesome. Uh, if you can't find the links to the Macari or the T Public, let me know, and I will uh, I will get it to you. There you go. And then, uh, if you can do the whole rate review, subscribe. I know it's dumb. I I've always said I wouldn't ask people to do it, but now I feel like I have to. Uh, if you could, great. If you don't, great. Totally get it. Totally get it. And do those four things for me. Longtime listeners know what they are, but if you could do bare boards and table uh, over on Instagram. Uh, Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood. He's, he sends me Snapchats. I'm on Snapchat. Snapchat! I'm on Snapchat, and he'll send me snaps of the shit that he's doing. It's, oh, it looks very, very cool. So if you could go check out his store, uh, Bare Boards and Tables on Instagram, and he's got a Macari store too, that'd be great. Buy something from him. If you don't see anything that you like, ask him uh, if he can do something for you. I'm, I'm sure he can. He's got a lot of skills. Check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a lot of coleslaw together. Uh, it's a bonding thing they do, which is great. We all need to have bonding things to keep our families together. Not necessarily fucking and having more kids. So uh, you just eat coleslaw. <laughs> so if you like coleslaw, go check out The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. And check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. Matt has really been trying to get me to, to join TikTok. I suppose at some point I should. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I'm tired of all of it. But uh, he sells his art on TikTok and Instagram. And he's got a store on Etsy. Barefoot Gnome, singular, Barefoot Gnome. So uh, go check that out too if you could. And the last but not least, for all of your magic needs, and I know you have many of them, because I know I certainly do, check out Magic JBM over on Facebook. That's uh, John Badass Midgley. He's got a page for his magic exploits, and I think you will enjoy it. So go check out Magic JBM. So the rundown again. Bear boards and tables uh, over on Instagram and Macari. Macari! The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok. And then he's got his Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. And then Magic JBM on the facial book. Uh, if you guys could consider subscribing to my Patreon, that'd be great. Uh, I do the Patreon every other day of the week. I mean, Mondays and Thursdays are free. And then Patreon is uh, every other day. Or usually every other day. Sometimes I take a day off. So, uh, you guys are great. Thanks for listening. I love you. We'll see you later. Have a good day. Go Bills. <laughs>